Hello, you're listening to Sarah Archer in episode 226 of the Speaking Club podcast. I want to open the show with a quote from speaker and sales specialist Michael Altshuler. The bad news is time flies. The good news is you're the pilot. I started this podcast for two reasons. Because I want to help people recognise the power of stories and humour in speaking and because I believe it's your message that counts, not the number of ums and ahs you use. There are some organisations that want to create robot speakers. They want you to sacrifice your personality in order to speak perfectly. But I want to let you know that you can be yourself and a sensational speaker. So, if you want to be a speaker that connects and engages authentically through stories, a speaker that gives value as well as a great performance, then welcome home. Hello again. Thanks for joining me in the Speaking Club. I hope you've had a good week. We've been having an interesting time in the UK. It's been a tale of two leaders, one who is admired by the nation for living a life of service, underpinned by honour and integrity, and the other who is getting booed for living a life of self-service, underpinned by lies and loose morals. But we're not here to talk about all that stuff. We're here to talk about your speaking Today's show has been inspired by a phone call I received a few weeks back from someone asking for help with making their talk more impactful. On that call, I asked what they thought their biggest issue was. And they said, people love my talk, but they just don't take action. After a bit of digging, I got to the core of the problem. Her talks were inspirational, but they weren't motivational. And that's what this episode is all about. That's because a lot of people end up in the same position. Maybe it's even happened to you. You have a great story to tell and a message that matters. You do your talk and people come up to you afterwards and say, that was so inspirational, thank you. But they don't do anything to act on it. That leaves you feeling frustrated and deflated and asking yourselves, What am I doing wrong? You see, being inspirational isn't enough because your talk also needs to create the desire in your audience to do something, which is what motivational actually means. And in my eyes, an inspirational presentation is like preparing the fire and making it motivational means you're lighting the fire and fanning the flames. But what does that mean in practice? And how do you take your audience from being inspired to being in action? Well, that's what we're going to talk about now. Okay, so what I want to do is start by sharing an inspirational story with you. And then I'm going to show you how to turn it into a motivational one. Okay, here's the story. I want to take you back to 1940s America. At that time, there was a 65-year-old man who was scraping by on a state pension in a small house driving a battered old car. And one day he decided he wanted to make his life better. So he thought about what he had to offer that other people could benefit from. And his mind went to his fried chicken recipe, which his friends and family absolutely loved. So he left his home state of Kentucky and travelled throughout the country trying to sell his recipe to restaurants 
and he even offered him the recipe for free, asking for just a small cut of the money that was earned. Unfortunately, most of the restaurants said no. In fact, 1,009 restaurants said no. But even after all of the rejections, he persisted because he believed in himself and his chicken recipe. And when he visited restaurant number 1010, he got a yes. And that man was Colonel Hartland Sanders. Okay, so that story about Colonel Sanders is inspirational. It shows you're never too old to make a change and the power of self-belief and persistence. But as it is, I don't think it's enough to result in people taking action. And that's because it's missing a few vital ingredients. The first is connection. We've got to connect this story back to the circumstances of the audience and make it matter to them in relation to the problem that you solve. The second is the trigger for action. We've got to give them a reason to take action now. And lastly, it needs to address objections. The intention and action gap is filled with negative beliefs, assumptions and myths that result in inertia. Okay, so what I'm going to do is have a go at making this story more motivational and relate it to the problem that I solve. Here we go. Do you feel like you're missing out on the huge benefits that can come as a result of speaking in front of an audience? Would you love to start speaking or to be able to use stories that you so that your talks are more engaging and impactful, but you feel petrified at the thought of doing it? So many people feel the same way. They're trapped in a prison of fear-driven what-ifs. Their goals and dreams suffocated by negative thoughts and beliefs about what's possible for them. You see, so often in our lives, we accept the status quo and argue for our limitations. But we have the power to break free and step into a new future. Let me tell you the story of a man who did just that by asking what if in a different way. I want to take you back to 1940s America. At that time, there was a 65-year-old man who was scraping by on a state pension in a small house, driving a battered old car. And one day he decided he wanted to make his life better. So he thought about what he had to offer that other people can benefit from. And his mind went to his fried chicken recipe, which his friends and family absolutely loved. And he asked himself these questions. What if other people love the recipe too? What if I could get a restaurant to sell my fried chicken to their customers? What if my life could be different as a result? And fueled by the power of possibility and belief in his product, he left his home state of Kentucky and travelled throughout the country trying to sell his recipes to restaurants. He even offered the recipe for free, asking for only a small cut of the money that was earned. Unfortunately, most of the restaurants said no. In fact, 1,009 restaurants said no. But even after all the rejections, he persisted because he believed in himself, his chicken recipe and the future that lay waiting for him. 
And when he visited restaurant number 1010, he got a yes. That man was Colonel Hartland Sanders. And the rest of the story is history. And you can bet your life that Colonel Sanders was scared when he set out on the road. You can bet your life that he had people judging him and trying to keep him small. And you can bet your life that his first pitch was probably a mess of nerves and anxiety. And maybe it was as much practice as persistence that got the yes from that thousand and tenth restaurant. But he wanted his life to change. And so he took action to make it happen. And the truth is that you can do anything if you're committed to starting the journey. And the same is true for you becoming a powerful speaker. What if you could step in front of an audience feeling calm and confident? What if you had a story-led signature talk that you were excited to share? And what if telling your story could change your life and the lives of others? Or what if you don't take action? What happens if you stay trapped? How will you feel watching other people step up and shine, building their brand and authority while you stay on the sidelines? You have the power to change your life, just like Colonel Sanders. And I'm here to guide and support you on that journey from scared to success. Okay, there you go. What do you think? Is the second version of the story more motivational, more likely to make you take action? Now, hopefully you can see how I connected to the problem and pain of my audience and gave you reasons to act now whilst also addressing some of the objections you might have. Now, if you're a regular listener, what I say next won't be a surprise. To be able to make your talk inspirational and motivational, you have to have a deep understanding of your audience. You also have to know where you want to get them to at the end of the talk and by default where they're starting from. And that means putting the work in ahead of time to make sure your talk is designed to get the result that you want. Okay, so here are some key teaching points for you to take away on this. First of all, it's not enough to be inspirational. You've got to be motivational too. To make it motivational, you've got to connect with your audience and make your message matter to them. You've also got a reason, uh, give them a reason to act now and you've got to address their objections. And to do all of that, you have to know your audience intimately. There you go. I hope that helps you make your talks more powerful and impactful. And another thing that will help your speaking is feeling confident in your content and having a talk that you're excited to share and can easily remember. And to help you get there, I'll be teaching the six ingredients of a talk that engages and creates customers at my upcoming masterclass on the 28th of June. We're going to walk through each step together so that you leave knowing exactly 
what you need to do to present with power. So if you want to increase your confidence, impact and income, then do book your spot at saraharcher.co.uk slash masterclass. And finally, if you're a regular listener of The Speaking Club, then do please take a couple of minutes and leave an honest rating or review for the show over at ratethispodcast.com slash TSC. Until next time, don't you forget to go out, grab your life by the nuts and get cracking. Bye-bye. If you want to be more memorable and engaging when you talk, then you need to share more stories. Stories can help you better connect with your audience and their problems and get them leaning in more powerfully than anything else. And short, snackable stories are great to use in pitches, Facebook Lives, podcasts, videos, keynotes, webinars, blogs, in fact, everywhere to share your message and grow your business. The trouble is that finding your snackable stories and confidently sharing them can feel like a struggle. And that struggle can slow you down or stop you in your tracks. But that's where my free snackable story challenge comes in. Over the course of just five days, I'm going to give you resources, training and coaching to help you find your authentic personal stories to share and build your skills and confidence in sharing them. Not only that, but the challenge will guide you towards a tangible result at the end and assets for you to use going forward. The next challenge is starting soon. So to grab your space, go to saraharcher.co.uk slash challenge right now.